But what I want to uh, really focus on is <clears throat> how Jesus um, called the disciples and what how he uh, and, and what his purpose was in doing in doing that. Um, so and right at the start of his work with the disciples and right at the end, we have um, something very similar going on. And I'm just going to read those out. So uh, at the start, when he was calling the disciples, he said this, um, and it's in Mark chapter one and verse 16 to 18. And he says, as Jesus walked beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw Simon and his brother Andrew casting a net into the lake, for they were fishermen. Come, follow me, Jesus said, and I will make you fishers of men. At once they left their nets and followed him. So right at the start, Jesus said, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. But then just at the end, as he was going, just about to go into heaven, he says this to them in uh, Mark uh, uh, 16 and verse 15. He said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to all creation. And it goes on to, to, to say, and it's a wonderful verse, actually, that uh, we haven't got time to look into it now. But later on, it talks about how um, signs and wonders will accompany those who, who preach and also will be given to those who become followers. And it's a, a wonderful encouragement. Um, so if you have a chance to read Mark 16, 15 to 20 uh, a bit later, then, then please do. It's, it's a, I'll, you know, maybe at some point I'll, I'll speak on that. I know we've spoken on it before. But what I want to focus on today is, is this right at the start and right at the end before Jesus went into uh, heaven, he was very clear to his disciples about what, they, uh, what their purpose was in his calling them. As Matthew puts it uh, in his gospel, go and make disciples. And, and, and I started thinking about this, thinking about um, when uh, Jesus called the disciples, what did it mean to them? Um, they seemed up for it. You know, it says there that uh, uh, he said, come follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. And then it said they left their nets and followed him. Now, they would have, they would have known about Jesus. They would have um, seen him in teach uh, and, and speak and he, they would have seen some of the miracles. They would have picked up something of Jesus. And now they had the opportunity to follow him and, and they jumped at it. And, and I was thinking about this and I was thinking, was it the come follow me or was it and I will make you fishers of men? Um, <clears throat> my thinking is, and we don't, we don't, we're, not, we're not given a great deal of insight into you know, what, what prompted the disciples, I I, but I would guess that it was come follow me was what really got them because I was thinking about how I became to know Christ and um and looking back at, at um, how I became a Christian it was primarily to do with the fact that I knew I needed a savior I was aware that I was without God I was I was lost I was aware that I was a sinner and I needed to be forgiven um and so that was what really gripped me when I came to Christ it wasn't, oh, I could be a winner of men. I could be a, 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 a fisher of men. Um, that came later. As I started to follow Christ, I got 
I got I, I started to understand that actually God had a purpose for me that that he had uh, uh, something for me to do uh, and and from that I started um, the first thing I did uh, really as as, as, a, as a as a young Christian was I, I got to involved in junior church in, in, in our church I started to try as best as I could to talk to my friends at school about Jesus whenever the opportunity gave it which wasn't that often um, and and things went from there but it wasn't the first thing that drew me to Christ it was I need you Jesus I want to be with you and I'm sure that's probably the same for, for most of you that when you first came to Christ it was because you saw something amazing in him because you knew you needed a savior it was because you were drawn to his goodness and his love you were drawn to to the fact that he was uh, someone that would forgive and and cleanse and restore and so that is our often our motivation and yet nevertheless Jesus said to them follow me and I will make you fishers of men so I was thinking why did he say that when probably at the time it the second bit that I will make you fishers of men probably meant very little to the disciples and the, my understanding of that is quite simply this is that Jesus wanted them to know right from the word go that not only is this a a, a, a time or, or, or a calling to be with him it's a calling for purpose it's a calling to reach out to others and make disciples and so Jesus wasn't sort of sugar coating if you like oh come to me and you'll feel better come to me and I'll make you um, you know your life will be you know rosy and everything will be fine that's not how Jesus started he was very clear all the way through that yes you come and follow me, but actually I've got a, a, a purpose for you. I've got a job for you to do. I've got something that you are going to be caught up in, in this life. That when you come to me, you are going to be people that make disciples. You are going to be someone that uh, is going to be my witness throughout the world. And that is, uh, you know, that's what Jesus wanted to be clear from right from the word go. This is what being a follower of me is about. It's not simply about being made right although that is a really huge part of it one of the things that I, I i love to do and i'm sure you do this as well um is is that you know is to listen to worship songs um i find them really encouraging um i in my exercise that i try and do each day i often put on a on a, my headphones and listen to to worship songs just doing and I find them really encouraging and some of those songs are, are, are wonderfully worshipful and extolling who Jesus is <clears throat> and who God is and uh, and others are about how God blesses us and and we've been doing that a bit today and 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 they're really good and they're really right and they're really encouraging the fact that God is for us and God is with us but one of the things we we, we need to be careful of is that we don't take these out of context and we can start thinking that Christianity is all about me feeling better and me being um and uh, you know feeling better about myself and knowing that i'm forgiven it is that and it's really important that it is that and it's really important that we know that we are accepted and loved and and that god is for us and the bible talks a lot about that but we mustn't do it in exclusion to the fact that actually we have been called for a purpose it's not simply we're saved it's saved and that we are gonna be witnesses. We're saved and we are gonna be those that are fishers of men. And so 
what, what I, I'm, I'm feeling to bring today is to re, is to remind us that that is our calling, that that is what God has uh, called us for. And, and the way he called the disciples is the same way he calls us. We're included in that. We're not excluded. And we're not exempt either. It's not there's a few bands of people that are called to make disciples. No, we are all called the same way. We're all called to follow him and to become fishers of men. Now, one of the things that can happen, and we have talked about this, is the importance of making sure that we put the, the things that are first and of most importance first. It says in Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Seeking first his kingdom is about bringing God's rule and God's reign into all sorts of situations. It is making disciples. It is bringing God's kingdom into lives. And there's, all, there's a whole manner of ways of doing that. But what that verse is saying is put that first. Put that first. Put that as your thinking and, and as your, uh, you know, in the forefront of what you're doing. And everything else will be given to you as well. You see, God isn't uncaring about our lives. Clearly, he is. Clearly, he wants us to know the video at the start, uh, for those that heard that, is a wonderful thing about God being with us in the waters and being with us through the trials. But what we shouldn't do is just focus on making sure that I'm all right. Actually, God wants us to focus on, first, his kingdom and his righteousness, and actually, all these things will be given to us. We will know his comfort. We will know his strength. We will know his presence. We will know his goodness. But actually, we don't focus firstly and foremost on making me feel better. We, we first and foremost focus on following him and fulfilling what he's called us to do. And then we will have these things as well. If we get the first things right, as Jamie was saying a few weeks back, the second things will happen as well. But the other thing we mustn't do, and, uh, and certainly this was a little bit like the church I grew up in, we shouldn't, we shouldn't overemphasize one, as in follow me and, and, and you know, have, have all good things, which, which is true. But we also shouldn't follow just the become fishers of men. If we simply focus on, I need to tell other people about Jesus, then we also get off um, we, we, we go off on, 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 on the wrong track. The two must go together because if, it, if we simply say uh, in the morning we get up, I need, to, I need to tell someone about Jesus, I need to make disciples, it becomes a work, it becomes a legalistic thing. And actually, that's also very unhelpful. Um, I, I can remember uh, you know, being encouraged as a, as a young Christian to, to tell two or three people a day. And if you did that, then by, you know, 10 years time, everyone in the world be a Christian. Now, that's all very well. And I understand why they were doing it. But that becomes a real pressure. Oh, how many have I spoken to today? Oh, dear. Oh, I haven't. I haven't really. I'm not. I've not done what I should have done. And suddenly the guilt comes. And actually, that's not what this is about. This isn't about ticking off a whole load of things to do uh, to meet this this uh, that what god is calling us to do because the, the what jesus said to his disciples is follow me and i will make you fishers of men you see the two must go together we can't we can't do it on our own we can't just go off on a tangent and and and, and try and do this 
without being with Jesus. He wants us to be with him. And if you think about the disciples, they were with him for three years, listening to him, understanding his ways, understanding the way, uh, you know, his, 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 uh, his, his life and who he was. And it was only when, uh, only when he left that they started really moving out into this. They did some of it, obviously. Um, and even then, and this is really important, he said to them, wait until the Holy Spirit comes. You see, you can't do this alone. You're not, this isn't something you do without me. You do it with me. Um, and Jesus promised, I'm going to be with you always to the very end of the age. So Jesus is saying, look, this is, this is something I've called you to do. But actually, it's not apart from me. You, you do it with me. You, 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 you need your, my spirit. You need to commune with my spirit. Um, and, and you need to follow me. And then I will turn you into fishers of men. I will do it in you. I will do it through you. And so, and so we have this calling that, that is so intimate and tied up with being close and being uh, uh, walking day by day with Jesus himself. And yet we need to keep that whole balance. Uh, the Bible talks about freely you have received, freely give. And so we, in, in times of, of, of difficulty and, and what, what we've been through this year and continue to go through, we can, we can sometimes just want to focus on our own issues and our own concerns. And Jesus is saying, no, 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 don't, you need to remember what I've called you to, called you to follow me and to tell others and to reach out, to be disciple makers. So freely you have received, but freely give. And he also, in, in Matthew 5, verse 15, he says, uh, uh, if you light a lamp, you don't put it under a bowl. You know, all of you are, have been given light. You, you, are, you are the light of the world. Let it shine. Let your good works be seen by others and, and, and experienced by others. And, uh, and try, don't get dis distracted by all that's going on around us simply to try and, you know, focus in on our own selves now god is with us and god is helping us and god wants us uh, to meet with us but we we need to keep our focus and our our and not be distracted from what god has called us to do this was wonderfully illustrated a couple of weeks back in i i felt in in our our, our zoom call on a sunday jamie was sharing um uh, or, or, or or his um, his sort of crafted prophetic word we listened to and it was about the importance of intimacy and drawing close to Jesus and, 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 and having that, that ongoing close relationship with him. And also during the call, uh, during the, the, the Zoom, um, Fiola shared in, in uh, what was, was a really encouraging um, uh, sort of uh, word that she had, that she was speaking about the, the love of God and, and how, and, and she was declaring the love of God and, 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 and seeking to live in that. And through that, she was able to um, spend some time with some of her, 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 her work colleagues and encourage them and, and, and just to, to, to bring some hope and bring some of the kingdom into their lives. And I thought that's exactly what I believe God it wants us to, 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 to be like in these times is that we, we have this intimate relationship with him that flows out into the lives of those around us. Uh, but 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 so often we just need to re, uh, to recall to our minds that actually this is what God has called us to. Now, um, one of the things that I, I, I was thinking about as I was preparing for this is that actually in 
in these, these times of, of lockdown and it, where we are restricted, it's actually more difficult sometimes to be able to spend time with other people. We can't, we can't do what we perhaps once did. And this is where following Jesus comes in because he will lead us into those encounters, those times, those places, uh, those opportunities to, to bring something of the kingdom, to bring something of disciple making uh, to, to the lives of others. And so uh, as we follow him in these times, he will give us these opportunities. And each of us will be doing it in a different way. Each of us have been given different gifts. Some are evangelists. Some are, are really good at going up to strangers on, on the street and talking about Jesus. Others are good at talking one-to-one -one with, with people that they know and, and their work colleagues. Others um, are, 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 are preachers. Others are, are teachers. Others are, are encouragers. And there's all, I mean, I'm, so we're not, we're not looking for one particular way of doing this. Um, and, and God wants to use the gifts that you have to bring about um, this, uh, what he's called us to do. One of the things that uh, I'm excited about these little fires is this is also an opportunity to, to do this. As we are together in little groups, we can, we can encourage one another in this, but also as we share our own lives, we're also discipling others. We are bringing, uh, we are making disciples of those around us, whether it's people that already know Christ or people who don't. And so, I, and so when we meet in, in little groups, each of us have something to bring. Um, in Corinthians, it talks about who has known the mind of the Lord, so to instruct him. And then it goes on to say, but we have the mind of Christ. Now, this is an interesting verse. I haven't got much time to go into this, but, but what this says is that it doesn't say that you have the mind of Christ. It says that we have. And only together do we all understand uh, what God's purpose and, uh, and, uh, and um, you know, think, uh, purposes for us are. So we need each other to be able to grasp uh, what the mind of Christ is for us individually and, and for a church. And so, and so it's when we get together, we can start living out this this making disciples uh encouraging one another but also um bringing good things into each other's lives so i just want to just really encourage you and i want to leave you with it with a story i heard on on the radio and it um i don't know these these people um and they may not actually be christians but it was a really good illustration of what it means to uh, respond or, or you know to 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 bringing you know god's kingdom and god's goodness into somebody's lives there was a a, a lady um she, it was just sort of a phoning program she she phoned up to say she wanted to say thank you to two young uh young women that she had encountered a, a few years ago um uh, i think it was in in in, in october her, her husband had died and she'd had a wonderful marriage and it was Christmas time now, a few months later, and she was going around doing some Christmas shopping and she was listening and she heard the Salvation Army playing um, some Christmas songs and she just got overwhelmed with sadness and, and she started to cry and she went and sat on a bench, put her head in her hands and was just really weeping. And then she just noticed after a little while that there was two, these two young women sat either side of her, one had put her arm around her, one had put a hand on her hand and uh, and she just you know started opening up to them of what had happened 
and, and why she was crying. And, and they said, oh, well, let's just go for a coffee. And they spent just a few uh, moments with her, you know, having a coffee and chatting and, and then they left. And, and she, she, she went on this, this radio program just to say how much impact that had, had on her life and how it had really helped her in a, a moment of really a really low point in her life. Now, I don't know whether these, these two uh, young women were uh, Christians, but what they did is that they took time out of their life. They saw something and they responded to it with love and care. And that's often what God wants us to do. When we are, are going about making uh, disciples, it's, it's that type of thing that God is looking at. It, you know, it may be that you can be an evangelist. Maybe it is you, you are someone like that. But actually, more often, it's us responding to Jesus is prompting inside saying actually I want to reach out to this person I want to just um, you know as, as, as we are uh, led by the spirit we can see these things whether it be at work or 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 as we walk uh, doing shopping now obviously we've got some limitations we can't go up and touch people at the moment or it's difficult to do that but actually even as you're going around doing your Christmas shopping or whatever it is be open to God leading you into that place of of bringing the kingdom of God, bringing uh, his love and his presence into the lives of others, because that is what our calling is. So I want to encourage you to keep focused on what God has called us to. Yeah, he, he wants us to know his goodness and his blessing. He wants us to, to experience him. He wants us to walk closely with him and to follow him and to be with him. But out of that, he wants us to, to flow out into the lives of others. He wants us to be those that bring the kingdom to go and make disciples, to be a witness to his goodness and his grace. And even in this time, that there are opportunities for us to bring his kingdom and his goodness into the lives of others, to be fishers of men.